in the city. I, I, I pushed the button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I figured. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We're here goofing off. You know who it is. I'm Christian, and I'm joined here with my pals, Joe. Yo, and why did you Vito. point at Christian? You said Joe and pointed at Christian. Why did you fuck your name wrong? <laughs> okay. Damn it. <laughs> I pointed at Vito. I pointed at Vito, and I said Joe. But Joe looked at Vito and said, why did you point at Christian? It's all <laughs> fucked up. Welcome to the St. Patrick's Day special episode. Uh, we are your hosts, the Beefy Boys Bug Club. Um, hey, yo, what up? Oderp. And we are all I here. I was waiting for the Oderp. And, and so, you know, speaking of an Oderp moment. Hold on. We so, got to do beer of the week. We have, we have a, we I have thought a, he was going to open schedule. with the story, though. I was. I was going to hit you guys oh. with the quick finger, man. Okay, go ahead. So check this out. Oderp of the week. That'll be a new thing. It's going to be a new thing. Uh, I mean, so be as epic as this one, though. If everybody recalls, uh, about two months ago in December, I cut my knuckle open to the bone in the kitchen at work. So last night was my final closing shift. And we're about five minutes away from getting out of there. And we have these really dumb, fucking stupid buckets of knives that I've been saying are unsafe for the longest time. Uh, tipped over as I was the, cleaning the, big, the surface. The big, scary knife bucket, as I used to call them. <laughs> yeah. Tipped over as I was cleaning the surface. And our super brand new sharpened uh, carving knife went right across my finger and cut it wide open. I had to uh, spend my Friday evening in the ER for three and a half hours with uh, my lovely girlfriend who was there by my side and signed all my paperwork because I couldn't because I'm right-handed and cut is on my right hand. Anywho, got three stitches again in two months and it fucking sucks. So with that being said, Joe's going to lead us on to our beer of the week. We've got, hey, listen, we've got one hell of a show for you guys today. Let me tell you. <laughs> we've got one hell of a show. And Joe, go ahead and, and let's get it started. Joe's riled up, which we'll get it to soon. <laughs> but first things first, from the Ecliptic Brewing Company in Portland, Oregon, we have a Karina Peach Sour. Karina takes its name from the constellation Karina, the keel of the ship Argo in the southern sky. Loaded with fresh peach flavor, Karina is a sour ale perfect for any time of year. The use of pale malt makes for a crisp character, while lactobacillus gives Karina a tart and refreshing taste. Lactose? Lactobacillus. You know, <laughs> that's, what, that's the bacteria that makes sour ale sour. Yeah. It's a sour. Okay, that sounds good. That it sounds real good. good. It's peachy. It's yeah, peachy it's and pretty refreshing. good. That sounds it's, good. It's uh, peachy keen. 5.5% alcohol by volume, volume 10 IBU. I'm going to have to get one of those when I'm off this keto band. I got it over at the Wedgwood Market. Shout out to the Wedgwood Market. Ooh. With the two little... Are you talking about the, the Koreans? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You know what, dude? Big shout out to them because they still carry glass Ice 40 ounces. Oh. <laughs> they have uh, glass Mickey's 40 ounces. And in Seattle, that's like a rare thing to find. Because they're all, them or whatever. they're all getting turned into plastic because what do you do after you chug a 40? You just fucking throw it and shatter it, which is like a, you know, it's therapeutic to malt liquor drinkers and because malt liquor drinkers are trashy like myself. That's the real and, <laughs> But no more of that. No more of that unless you go to the Wedgwood Mart. Uh, if they had an Instagram, I'd follow them, but they, I don't think they do. Um, so sour beers, man. 
they've got to be one of my favorite things. I think that from like regular shitty like light beers or you know like your standard beer, I'd say my the fanciest I'll go is sour beers. I'm not a big fan of IPAs. That's so, that's so weird that you like sours but you hate ciders. Yeah, I hate ciders. They give me fucking headaches like immediately. I just think you're drinking shitty ciders, man. That's probably what it is. I mean, I don't know ciders. I don't fucking drink ciders all the time. <laughs> Yo, you should start an Instagram for that store. Take a picture of it from the outside and have it be just like a fanstagram. <laughs> fanstagram? Oh, man. The wedge, shout out to the Wedgwood Mart or whatever. End up getting whatever. sued. Yeah. I'll just take a picture of it and put it up on our Instagram. No, no, but like a fan site Instagram. But mm. like for I have noticed recently, I think like their daughter took over or something because it's definitely a different family member. And she has a dog who's just, like, in there all the time. That's great. Like, they put a dog bed behind the counter. (laughs) (laughs) That's gnarly. That's gnarly. Speaking of dogs, the dog is freaking out behind me right now. He's crawling around. He's probably going to end up barking somewhere around here. You never know. Bork, bork. The dogs just really want to be a part of the show, man. They do. You know what he needs? A t-shirt. He does And speaking of a t-shirt, speaking of buy your dog a t-shirt, I want to give a big... It worked. Big. The campaign worked. Big shout out. To Connor for buying uh, buying the first dog t-shirt and probably the only one. But we do encourage the dog shirts because you guys can send us your pictures of your good old little furry friends and your dog and our dog shirts. And new designs are coming. So we're, you know, we're working with a few different people talking about designs, talking about what we're gonna do. But new designs oh are God. coming and better merchandise is make, gonna be there. Get yourself an ash. We should make a design that's your face. In the South Park, uh, like style, style, saying who derp, uh, saying who derp, who derp. All right, we can talk about this off air. I have something to talk about. Here we go. This is gonna be the part I'm where Vito, unfortunately, riled up. Yeah, Vito, you can take a nap. It's cool. <laughs> I know you'll have no nothing to contribute to this particular segment. I heard, I heard there was so, some uh, browning happening. Some of the some, some of the browning. browning. Yes. <laughs> Oh, sorry, was it crazy? I was on this show, what was it, last week? Talking about how much I love Odell Beckham, yep. Giants' number one receiver. Yep. Now, how many football players can you do you think can be recognized without their helmet on? Three in the whole fucking league? Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Odell? Can you name another one who people recognize when he's not wearing his helmet? No. Are you kidding no. me? Who's, no. Who's that How one many, guy? Like all the time. Are you talking about like on the sideline or what? No, just like that the general public would recognize. Russell Wilson? Like probably uh, no one way. of the more they, obvious no, ones. No way, no way, How no would way. you not know outside who Russell of, Wilson outside is of the Seattle area, him. people would not recognize Russell Wilson on the street. They just wouldn't. They I think wouldn't. that's I think that's bullshit. <laughs> First of all, he's only like 5'10". He just blends into everybody else, man. He doesn't even stand out. Well, if he still wore his Hawaiian shirts like he used to, then yeah, maybe not. He'd probably right, blend well, in. Fine, maybe, maybe 10. There's not that fucking many. That's the problem <laughs> in a sport where you wear helmets. You don't fucking recognize people. Odell Beckham Jr. is on pace. You know what other receivers in the history of the league have been as productive through their age 26 season? You know how many there are? Two. In the history of the NFL, Jerry Rice, Randy Moss. <laughs> Nobody else has been this good through their age 26 season. And they traded him for next to nothing. They got a first-round pick, a third-round pick, and a mediocre safety. You know they had an all-pro safety a week ago who they just refused Landon to Collins. sign. Landon Collins. And going, he's going Jabril to a different Peppers. team in your, your guys' division, too. What he's going to the Skins. What the fuck are the Giants doing? I do not trust 
First of all, I've had my I've had my yeah. reserve my reservations about this new GM for a while because when he was signed, he said he doesn't believe in analytics. He thinks that stat shit is for nerds, which proves he doesn't <laughs> understand the modern nerds. NFL at all. And then after they traded Odell, he said he was excited to go back to the style of football he loves, the rush first smash mouth style, which again doesn't Somebody work. Somebody will. No. <laughs> yeah. Smash mouth. Listen, style. if there's somebody to tell. If there's like a fan base to say that Smash Mouth football, running the football does not work anymore, look no further than Seahawks fans because exactly. it has been proven here plenty of times. Just like you said about Schottenheimer, he has that style of play, and that's why the Seahawks got their asses kicked so in the playoffs. what the fuck are we doing? We trade our best player for next to nothing. We essentially <coughs> dropped Landon Collins for nothing because we didn't think he was good enough, and then we traded for another safety, a mediocre one. So what are we doing? Are we trying to bottom out? Is this like a... Did you just like, say that Jabril Peppers was a mediocre safety? He's not Landon Collins. He's not Landon Collins, but he's not <laughs> mediocre by yeah, any... Yeah, he's a downgrade. That's my point. If you don't mediocre think, though, that sounds think, a little. If you don't think at least is it's decently replaced to pay the best one or one of the top three in the NFL, why are you trading your best player for one? Like, make up your fucking mind. Have a legit thought here, and then and then are we trying to bottom out? Is this the goal? Are we trying to be as terrible as possible, like the suck for Tua campaign? Then we si- we signed fucking Golden Tate for four years. Why are we spending thirty million dollars on a different receiver? And now they're saying Eli doesn't look that bad, and Golden Tate's like we're not that far away. We could compete this year. Like, what the fuck are you doing? What is the plan? Hey, the another Giants- thing I will say though is, <laughs> you know, you've got a good one come Golden Tate, and Vito's yes. fighting. Vito's fighting the dog right now. But again, <laughs> we could have had Landon Collins and Odell Beckham if we just did nothing. Instead, we have Jabril Peppers and Golden Tate. I would, I would pick Landon Collins. He's tickling me. <laughs> oh, no, Are you gonna... guys fucking done over there? Dude, that dog's going to bite your fucking hand, man. All Good right. I, I wonder if that's getting picked up. Listen, anyway. I one more point to make. Good NFL teams build through the draft. You, ha- you must hit on at least a few draft picks every year and keep them around in order to maintain sustained success. Do you know how many draft picks that the Giants made between 2011 and 2015 are still on the New York Giants? How many would you guess, Christian? From 2015? From 2011 to 2015. Oh, from 2011 to 2015. I'd say probably two or three. Zero. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> this team but you know what? Is a hey, disaster. I will so, say this. Hold on. Although you guys are in a disaster, <laughs> there's going to be some way, somehow, you guys are going to go for a quarterback, whether it be somebody who's already playing <gasps> or. Some- <laughs> Dexter, hey! <laughs> Fucking dogs. Um, this is what you should videotape. <laughs> Stop getting him worked up. Yeah, what he's all so riled up. <laughs> All right, just ignore him for a second. <laughs> or else he's just going to keep going all episode. Um, it, we, we might have to put the dog in. Oh, my God. All right, look. I, anyway, anyway, back to what we were saying. Um, uh, Giants, fucking disaster. Disaster. I, they're going to get a quarterback eventually, sure. But they have turned into, guess what? The Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns. Look, I'm announcing here. I'm, I'm uh, abdicating my fandom. I am no longer a New York Giants fan. My fandom is available. So give me your best pitch on why I should be a fan of your NFL team. And keep in mind, I'm leaning towards the Patriots because they're the only ones who aren't 
retard or fucking idiots. All right, <laughs> dude, you, you almost had to drop that old, the good old bomb on them. I, I mean, dude, I honestly though, it, all right, you changed it up, but what you were originally going to say kind of makes sense when it comes to the Giants. Uh, of course, you're going to be a Giants fan at heart, always. Nope, but I quit. I quit. You officially quit. I'm done. So you're done with the job. You're signing applications for a new fan yes, base. Yes, I'm accepting. I'm accepting applications. Let me be. Uh, let me be a Seahawks recruiter for you. All right. I'm, let me just Seahawks tell you this. Seahawks are the only team to run the ball more than they threw it last year. You know, <laughs> strike one. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you what. Seahawks had just resigned KJ Wright. Very exciting. They signed Ken, uh, Michael Kendricks too. Which, when I said earlier, when we were talking about Michael Kendricks way earlier in the season, uh, before he got suspended indefinitely, back when, you know, when they were in, in yeah, Arizona. Going to jail. <laughs> he is, you know, people do forget that Michael Kendricks was one of the top rated linebackers in the league before he got this whole trading or insider trading shit. But, dude, the guy's style of play, it just fits the Seahawks defense so well. And when he's in the game, it's very, very hard to run the ball. Like Minnesota tried to do that all the way up until he got hurt, and they were just they they could not run the ball. They couldn't do anything. Minnesota's offense came here and couldn't do shit, which was kind of surprising because you got Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen, which are two terrific wide receivers. You know, something that did kind of throw me off was Antonio Brown going to the Raiders for a second pick. It was a third Se- round. A second a round, round and a third. That was a third and a fifth, wasn't it? Third and a fifth? Yeah. That's even worse than I thought. <laughs> Fuck. So, I really don't understand. The Steelers are also very stupid, man. Yeah. That, yeah, Steelers are a very dumb organization, and I think they're, they're well on their way to being a terrible team as well. And I think Mike Tomlin's going to have maybe two seasons there left until he gets fired. Or replaced. I don't know. That the Rooney family just doesn't fire their coaches. They're notorious for it. They keep them around for 20 years at a time. <laughs> Tomlin's been the coach since 06. He's, yeah, he's anything. been the coach for a long time. Yeah. And uh, I just don't see him being there much longer. I just don't see the Steelers being anything significant. I love Juju Smith-Schuster, but he's not going to be enough the to make agrees. that. He's not going to be enough to... Uh, to make that organization actually fucking function, you know, and losing Le'Veon Bell, losing Antonio Antonio Brown is just <coughs> absurd. I don't think Le'Veon's gonna hurt them that much. James Conner proved he can do the same thing behind that offensive line. Dexter, cut it out. Freaking the dog dogs. is being aggressive today. He really is. He's fighting He's with Vito this whole time. All right. Let's, let's cut this real quick. All right. Let's cut this. That's fine. I gotta plug in anyway. We'll be right back after we deal with this very. Ridiculous dog. See y'all in a second. All right, we're back. The dog has been contained. Technical difficulties with these <laughs> Technical dog, dogs. Dog difficulties. Dog and, or dog and Vito <laughs> had to contain them both. Um, so a peek behind the curtain, Vito was a little cranky today. We weren't going to record today. And then he's like, I'm too tired. I got up too early. And then he got hella bored during a football chat. So <laughs> started, started fucking with the dog. He started getting the dog all riled up. Also, the only way I'm capable of doing this podcast is also probably the reason I was fucking with the dog is because of this coffee. Because of this whiskey coffee? <laughs> you're, you're, you're getting a little uh, red in the cheeks there. Yeah. Know, you blush. Jolly nose going, going on. on. Uh, Earl Thomas to Baltimore. Not Dallas. That's interesting. 
I mean, it's obvious he wasn't going to go. <laughs> Why? He loves them. Do you hear it, these news reports that he used to rush off the field to go watch Cowboys games in the Seahawks locker room? <laughs> Whatever. I don't believe any of that shit. I think Earl Thomas was a great player to have here. I think he was a great organization player, too. I understand where his frustrations were as far as, like, you know, giving, giving the organization the bird on his way out. But I think, what, I think what these guys need to understand, too, is, like, business is business, you know? It's like, I got hurt at work last night. I'm not going to go in there today and give my fucking boss the middle finger because I fucking cut myself last well, night. I mean, and it's know. like, and I you also don't make closing. millions. I also don't make fucking millions. And it's just, you know, it's something like that. It's like, yeah, I get it. These guys are human beings, but dude, in a sport, high contact sport where injuries do happen, you break your fucking leg. It sucks. But dude, you're one of the best safeties in the fucking league. There's no way nobody's not going to pay him the money. It's just not going to be the Seahawks. They don't need to spend the money on somebody like him when he can go somewhere else and be paid fancy, fancy money, and the Seahawks can pay Russell Wilson everything for him to hand the ball off to (laughs) seventh-round draft pick running backs. Uh, I just thought of video game news. Okay. You know, you're throwing your hands up so excitedly right now. <laughs> That's because I was trying to think of like anything. This That's like, because Madden last, 20 is going to be sick. Like Who's the cover hours. athlete? No idea. So, yeah. the developers behind the original Left 4 Dead... Oh, yeah, I did say this. ...are making a new game that's supposed to be the spiritual successor. What's it called again? I have no idea. It has like a similar name. Yeah, I think so. I think there's another four in it, like Born to Death, Born for Death, or something. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Is it think. Valve? It's Valve, right? No. Oh. So, Rock. Back for Blood is yeah. what it's called. <laughs> so Turtle Rock was the original developers, and they got <laughs> bought by Valve, mm-hmm. and then Valve kept the rights for Left for Dead, and excreted Turtle Rock back into its own developer. They pooped them out? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It got absorbed by Valve. God, the video game industry is a... It's a fucking dirty business, man. Yeah. I just feel like... Dude, that... That's a shitty business. I told you one of my web dev students was one of the 800 that Activision laid off with no notice. Fucking brutal, man. He worked at the King Studio in Seattle. He wears our t-shirts all the time. Oh, so yeah? How can you support that company that fired you? He was like, the t-shirt was free and it's a nice shirt. <laughs> Fair. Good quality. I still wear my Dumb Lumber t-shirts. Shout out Dumb to Lumber. Carl Coral. He loves it when we make Walking Dead jokes. Just kidding. He hates it. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, that... So, so okay, so you said it was born... What? Back for Blood. Oh, back for Blood. The number four. Okay. Just so, like Left 4 Dead. What's it about? It's basically Left 4 Dead. Just update, but it's a new IP as well. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's not the same story or anything like that. It's supposed to basically feel and be like Left for Dead, so you know, spiritual successor. Yep. But it's complete- if it's the same style of <laughs> gameplay and everything like that, same kind of you mm-hmm. know character mm-hmm. style. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That game is gonna be the shit. That's what it's going for. Yeah. And yeah. I know that uh, Overkills, The Walking Dead, tried to play their That's hot garbage. They tried to play their style of like kind of like how they have their characters and stuff. Same kind of like a first person idea that game was a crock of shit and then uh you have a new one coming out it's world war z that's also kind of like left you know left for dead in the sense of just kind of like character style like who's who you got different characters and uh 
you got, I think you get four people co-op, and you got hordes of zombies, but the hordes are obviously bigger, because World War Z. The game actually doesn't look too bad. I think if they release the game at a decent price, it could be good, but I think that they're going to put it out for a full price, and people are going to... Sorry, what are you talking about now? Uh, World War Z. Oh. The video game. Oh, isn't that out already? So, uh, I, I have yet another gaming news that I just remembered. <laughs> off the rails my friend <laughs> I uh I heard that uh oh man uh No Man's Sky is going MMO really yeah did but, you ever but play but they that said game? that they're not going MMO there's just gonna be a lot of MMO like features sure uh huh because they promised it's free a lot with that game because it's free just like all of their other updates yeah um, and apparently it's actually like a solid game now. I played it at launch and it was hot garbage. It's yeah. only use was to get really high and just fly around in space but, and look at uh, like giraffe yeah, monsters. Yeah, apparently it's gotten really good after some... So I've heard. Lo- I've heard the same thing. Lots of free updates. Um, so there's like a redemption arc there. Yeah, and I then, just don't got the time for that. I got 20 fucking Kingdom Hearts games of to course. play, right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so you and your fucking Kingdom Hearts, man. <laughs> it's a good game now. Just and take they, a break. It's like Vito and his Final Fantasy. And they want to MMO with it. Never. I never took a break from Final Fantasy. That's I what did. I'm saying. Take a break. No. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell take you. Take a break. Good. Take a fucking break. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat. I'm like uh, third cup of coffee. My plan last night was to come home and play Red Dead Redemption. But obviously, I was uh, in the hospital for three hours. Oh, yeah. Uh, so no Red Dead Redemption news for me this week. Have you played it at all this week? No, not at all. This has been, like, probably one of the worst weeks of the year. Uh, I'm shaking but, my head, listeners. But, but the Knuckle Keto heads. Bandito is going strong the keto on the fucking Bandito. vodka sodas tonight. You know it's going to happen. Last week, I got fucked up, and uh, somebody put... I asked for a whiskey diet coke. Cheap. I still and I, they gave me. I a think you're getting bad coke. information, man. There is no way whiskey of any sort is keto. It has a ton of sugar. Distilled, in it. man. It doesn't matter. It still has a ton it, of sugar. If you sugar get it distilled, it. no, that's rum, dude. That's, no, rum is made from sugar, but whiskey still has a ton of sugar. It's made from fucking corn. It's like eighty percent sugar, man. It it matters on how many times it's distilled. I still, I just, I, I don't believe it. <laughs> You just can't drink it with any sugary drinks. And if you don't drink whiskey with any sugary drinks, you're drinking it straight, which yeah. doesn't have anything in it. It's just fucking distilled liquor. And then t- and then uh, vodka, yeah, no sugar at all. That stuff just yeah, gets you fucking, from fucking potatoes. bent. And, uh, oh, my God. But vodka sodas, man, that's my new drink. That shit's good. You and every... Sorority girl in the country, man. Yeah, fuck it. Now I see what all the buzz is about. That shit's dope. And, and you know, all of the fun. It's the like calories. guilt-free. It's like guilt-free drunk. Yeah, exactly. It's like because when what I just said when I'm fucking hammered on whiskey cokes, I feel like a like a fat piece of shit. You know, and then it's like it's God, the corn syrup. Then at the end of the yeah. night, I'm all bloated. I feel, and then I'm probably throwing up too. It, that's or, the sugar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then I wake up in the morning feeling, I'm <laughs> feeling like I'm dead. Um. I, I mean, I'm just telling you, man, vodka sodas is like, it, I, I think even after my diet, I'm still going to be just be running vodka sodas. I don't have the beer craving. I mean, it's a lo- that really I low calorie. I don't have like the beer feeling that I want to drink beer anymore, which is kind of sad because I love beer, love beer, but I don't want to get drunk off of beer like ever again, because now I know like how, how terrible it is and like how bad it affects me as far as like. 
That's why I never do it. Yeah, so I'd rather just get drunk off of It feels liquor. like soggy cardboard in your belly. It's like, I used soggy, to be... How do you have that comparison? Like, soft cardboard? Have you soft car- cardboard? Oh, so- it's called imagination. <laughs> fair, fair. Like picking fair. up soggy cardboard, but that, that piece of soggy cardboard that's been out it's, in the rain is like, ro- is like ro- in your gut. In your, in your gut. <laughs> I see, I get, where he's, I get what yeah. he's saying, though. Yeah. I get what he's saying. Uh, <laughs> like a terrific, a terrific time was when we took Vito to Green Lake. And this is originally, this is like pre uh, one, you know, one prayers for, or one no, life equals before one that. Prayer. Are you sure? Yeah, because yeah, that was no, like was the first week. Oh, that was, that like, was the like the first Vito's two first weeks that, that we met like him. Okay, never mind. week you know who knew me. This was a, <laughs> yeah, this was, okay, so this was post Vito, one like equals one prayer Vito. Um, we, we went to Green Lake. In, in, like, the springtime after work. It was, like, 11 o'clock at night. And we went and bought, like, two 18 racks of Ice House. And this was, like, Ice House set. They they brought it out. It was really weird because Ice House was usually 5.6. But the Ice House that we bought... It was, like, 7. Yeah, it was 7.9. on these Ice so Houses. Who? And this was, a, this was a $10 18 rack of 7.9 Ice House. It was, like, the best... Fucking deal you could ever was this get. like a MetMart trip? So it was like video. No, this was this was a Seven Eleven trip. No, I mean who was with you? Uh, oh, oh, well, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, Vito, uh, Gunslinging Sam, J-Rod? who the fuck is J-Rod? Jared? Jared. Oh, Gerard. UFO, Jared. Oh, I forgot about the fucking and, uh, robot man. Yeah, Gunslinging Sam and Claude, the famous Claude oh, that we were the- trying to get on the show today, <laughs> but he's studying for his final. Our listeners are gonna think he's made up. I think so too. You know I feel episode? like he just sounds like a like a like a folk tale. You know that episode of The Office where they make up a salesman to work circumvent their company's uh, commission cap, and then this really angry guy's like, "Who's Lloyd Gross?" Like we made him up. <laughs> That's what people are gonna think about Claude. <laughs> you know, Claude is a folktale. He's a human folktale. I saw him on the bus the other day. Did I tell you that? Yeah, you told me that. Yeah, I'm at That's the bus stop by my house. Hey, Joe, how's it going? I'm like, oh, hey, Claude, what's going on? Hopefully his car didn't get stolen again. That's why he was on the bus. What? Poor soul, uh-huh. The poor soul had his car stolen twice within, like, a few days. That's so weird. That happened to my friend Peter. Like, yeah. he got his car stolen. And but then- he, has a, he has a Honda CRV, and, I mean, obviously, you just open up the door, and you stick anything in the ignition, and it turns on. Yep. So poor guy got his car stolen once, and it was, like, for a week. And then he, they found it. He got it back, and then he took it home and was building a kill switch for it. And when he was going to go buy all the parts for his kill switch, he comes out and his car was gone. Jesus. And uh, God. yeah, he found it a few blocks over from That's his the house. Thing. Yeah. That's what happened to my friend Peter too. Somebody was just driving his car around, and it only had like four miles on the odometer. Yeah. But They'd steal it and then drive it a block away. Like, <laughs> what? What are you doing? Like, take it far. But anyway, so, Claude, you know, we were all together. We were all at Green Lake, and Claude was fishing uh, in Green Lake just for a hobby. That's on brand. Like, some, just some, some hobby fishing while we're all fucking getting Yo, hammered. Yo, Claude, we're going to go to the lake and get shit house at 10 p.m. Okay, I'll bring my fishing pole. We're going to get shit house <laughs> yeah. with ice house, baby. And, my God, I have never seen an 18 rag get killed so fast in my life. Vito annihilated. I'm telling you annihilated <laughs> this 18 rack. And not only did he have that, we had a bottle of black velvet floating around. And That's by the end of the, by the end of that green lake night, I was, 
I was a good half a step away from dying. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I passed away that night because holy <laughs> shit. You just that straight up died? <laughs> I, I was I was intoxicated. And Vito, my God, laying down on the ground just giggling about. So it's like imagine Vito's <laughs> spike laugh, his spike laugh, but for like two hours. Damn. <laughs> because everything we said made this fucker laugh. No, I could like survive. Everything. Man. Oh, it was terrific. It was great. <laughs> oh man, that was that was such a good time. I dude, drinking is fun, but getting drunk on beer is not my thing anymore. I, I Until I go to Cabo, then I'm gonna get shit faced. So, so, just drinking so Corona's something in the I never. Jacuzzi the I don't think time. I ever told you about that night. I don't remember anything from after we got back in the car, except for a stop at uh, a, a drive-through, and then everything else is blank again. <laughs> <laughs> That, see, the know. problem, the, the hardest thing about drinking is when you wake up the next day and you see the fast food bag on the floor and you're like, God, something that I said I wasn't going to do is right there on the floor and now I have to go shit it out or puke it out. <laughs> so when I used to live in Ballard, I would go out with all my friends who lived in the New District all the time. And I take the 44 home, the last bus runs at 2 a.m., so right after the bar closes, you get on the bus. Or right before, depending on the time of day. Um, and I would stop at the QFC and carry groceries home. So one day, I just did that. Like, you know, the, the 3 a.m. QFC run, which is, was about four kinds of ice cream and six kinds of potato chips. Forgot about it. Next morning, I get up. I'm like, I got to go to the QFC. Oh, and I pick up my QFC bags. Like, this is really heavy. And I open it. And it's just ice cream melted everywhere. <laughs> Oh, I guess I did a QFC run. See, I'm like, I'm the quesadilla, like, king when I'm drunk. Yeah, you talked about that last, did you see the picture oh, yeah. my sister posted of the, the hot dog the quesadilla? Hot dog. Christian's oh. a culinary genius. <laughs> yeah, it, God, dude. The, the quesadillas, the hot dog quesadillas, or any quesadilla as a matter of fact, if I have tortillas, cheese, and ham... I'm eating good. Oh, dude, you know what's really funny? I got really shit-housed once, and I uh, ate, like, two whole pizzas in, like, two minutes like, or something. Like, like, like just from a pizzeria? Slice, slice, oh, slice, 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 and it was, like, two whole pizzas from, like, Papa John's or some shit. Oh, gross. Yeah, and, and, then, I, and then I got up, went to the bathroom, and I was like... <laughs> Because I just ate too much food. So I'd say it was like summer 2000, probably 2013. I uh, I went up to go visit my cousin at UPS. And uh, so he, he played basketball, had the basketball house. They partied UPS, all the time. UPS is what now? University of Puget Sound. Oh. And not, uh, not the courier the, company. Not the UPS. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but UPS. Uh, so we went to go visit him because he said that Universal they were having Cubic a Cubic uh, Studios. Said that they were having a barbecue, <laughs> a barbecue keg, and so me and uh, and good friend Matt, we drove up to Tacoma at like eleven in the morning. And we get there, we meet up with my cousin, and then we walk to this house that was like a few blocks away from his, and we start barbecuing, and then a keg shows up, and there was originally supposed to be like a kegger size like party going on there, you know? Like when somebody brings a keg, a lot of people come with it. Nobody showed up. 
There was like 12 of us that had a barbecue and a keg. And within an hour and a half, the keg was gone. Oh, geez. Well, there was probably like 15, 16 of us. But it was like probably 1 o'clock in the afternoon and I could barely stand up. And Taco Bell was like 10 blocks away. <laughs> so I'm like, we have to do this Taco Bell run if we're going to be running this night all the way through. you know? Because there was a party we were going to go to at night. So I'm like, fuck, we got to go to Taco Bell now. Or I'm, I'm, I'm going back to the house and I'm sleeping for like a decade. So we walk to Taco Bell, me and Matt. Matt throws up like three times on the way there. We're laughing and fucking hooting and hollering and making just, you know, just looking like doofuses in the street. We get to Taco Bell, we get our order, and I fall asleep at the table before I can even eat. We both fell asleep Ugh. in Taco Bell at the table. What like time bums. of day was it? Like two in the afternoon. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 so I got a good Taco Bell story. It was I, Halloween. Oh. No, it was the day after. And we had gone to some like crazy Halloween party at like the showbox or something. And we went in as a group costume. We were uh, the cast of The Nightman Cometh from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I was a tall troll. We had a green man, a night man, a day man, etc. And we crashed at my friend Livy's apartment in Belltown. And the next morning, we're all driving home, like in our Halloween costumes still. And it's like 9.45. And somebody's like, you know, that Taco Bell opens at 10 a.m. Let's oh, stop at the no. Taco Bell. So costume we did. And in costume, I was custom. They had the numbers printed. I was customer number three of the day. <laughs> We're just in this Taco Bell eating fucking Crunchwrap Supremes in Halloween costumes at 10 a.m. I can't tell you how shit. many times Mark and I have been El Camion <laughs> number one and number two customers of the day on Sundays. Because oh, yeah. we, we always had a tradition of getting, you know, slosh them up Saturdays. So we get fucked up on Saturday and then we both wake up here and then we go get El Camion. And then we get like our burritos and rice and beans and come back and like watch football and Super Swipe Sunday would ensue. But Slosh them up Saturday, Super Swipe Super Swipe Sunday. Sunday. Yep, but Super Swipe Sunday is is I was gone. Retired, I it's no more. Yep, except for when we get together with Blake, then everybody kind of huddles around his Bumble and around his Tinder, and we just kind of laugh and and you know scope out all these funny looking people and you know try to hook them up with with some funny fucking people. I'm telling you, it's well, good you, times. Like. What, so, what do you mean by like, funny-looking people? I don't want to be mean and say ugly people, but uh, funny-looking people. Like myself. Ugly people need loving, too. I know. Blake's the guy to give it that's to what him. The ads are, <laughs> that's what the ads on certain internet websites I visit sometimes keep telling me. What? Meet like, ugly girls in your fuck area. Fuck ugly girls in your area tonight. <laughs> yeah. Local ads. I wonder what website you're seeing I those just, on. You know, they're around. <laughs> Hot moms want to talk to you right now. I'm like, what? No way. 13-year-old me is like, what do they want to say? <laughs> what do they want to talk about? Yeah, what, what do they want to talk about? Dude, I just... Uh, there are times where I've gone into a place, like the morning after just being just, you know, drinking how we drink. And I'm telling you, when we drink, we, we, we go hard in the yard. I mean, you guys have been to a party once here. Oh, yeah. I remember. And holy We're shit. We're not allowed to talk about that party. We're not allowed to talk about that party. <laughs> But that was when my brother and I almost got into a fight because he said that Ice House was a shitty, trashy beer. He says, somebody get this trash off this fucking table. And I was like, Dude, if okay. I, if I was there and he said those exact words, I don't I think you were like, there. Okay. Wasn't he not there? I don't think he was. He wasn't. This was, nope. was pre-Vito. 
no, no, no. This was no, no, no. no. Was Vito was in. Vito was in. But Raymond was. Raymond came over. Good old Raymond. Yeah, dude. Raymond did come over. Yeah. Yeah, Raymond came over. Uh, Gunsling and Sam, and then uh, you, Ara, and then us. Couple other people. I, I can't remember the whole. That was R and I were still trying to be a secret, and Raymond was like figuring shit out and asking the people. Colin's been to a few different parties here too. <laughs> Colin was at that one too. That's right. Colin Good was at that Colin. one, and then he came to a different one with Claude. He and Claude came, oh. and we got fucking trash an and had a great had a great bro talk. That guy's the king of bro talk. I'll tell you. That's true. And uh, he's gonna be the officiant at our wedding. True but, story. Oh, nice. It's gonna be fun. Hey, your wedding's going to be fun. I know. It's going to be a great cast. <laughs> it's going to be a great cast. Um, but that, but the night that we had that party, the one that we, you know, in quotations, can't talk about, uh, I, I remember before everybody even got here, me and my great friend Lewis, who will join the show one of these days when he decides to come down here on a weekend. Good uh, luck. He, he and I... Shotgunned two 24-ounce Mickeys before anybody even got here. those glass bottles? No, 24 ounces are in cans. Oh. Glass. <laughs> you can, you now can... I'm trying to picture trying to shotgun a fucking glass bottle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. It's been tried, I'm sure. I just have to... I know we're not supposed to talk about that party, but the best part was that it was like Christian's mom's birthday party, and we had never been to his house before. So he was like, yeah, this is the address. And we walk in the door, and it's just a bunch of like middle-aged Mexican women. And we're like, is this the right place? And it was literally like when we walked in the door, like the record scratched, like everybody turned to look at us. And we're like, we're looking for Christian. And then just like downstairs, everybody points down. We're like, okay, bye. That's because we're all downstairs like fucking playing beer pong and and being loud and listening to our music. You know, every party that we have, my mom's having a party too. Oh, really? You know, it's almost just like that. It's just kind of like, we just have like one ginormous like dual party. And the funny thing is, my mom's friends all come downstairs to play beer pong when they're tired of chain smoking cigarettes and drinking wine on the porch. They're like, yeah. okay, I've had enough wine. I've had enough cigarettes because I've smoked through two packs Sounds of menthols. Like a special, man. <laughs> Dude, it's like they put up the tents outside on the deck. They sit out there with, with the gas fireplace and they smoke through <coughs> a pack to two packs of menthol cigarettes and like three bottles of wine. And then they're ready to party. Is it Chardonnay? What kind of wine? I don't fucking know. I don't know wine. Red. Ugh. It's just red. Here's R- a R- here's R- a funny St. Patrick's Day. So St. Patrick's Day, and it's funny because it involves you too. Because what? I took a video. I took a video. This was back when you were actually using your fucking Snapchat. And I invited you. I still uh, fucking read it. I invited you to <laughs> the St. Patrick's Day party at my cousin's house in Green Lake. But you said you couldn't go. So we were bummed, but me and Claude got uh, old English forties and green green food coloring, and we poured like a whole bunch Classy. of whole bunch of green food coloring in our beer to make it green. You know, St. Patty's Day, and Claude of course shook it up and made it as warm as he could, and then he started drinking uh. it. But I just took the beer cold without shaking it, like a like a you know, like a Western like a Western man. You're part Irish, right, on your dad's side? Yes, half. Oh. Half Mexican, half Irish, that's why I drink so much. <laughs> it's not stereotypes if it's real, folks. <laughs> and it's real. <laughs> we drink a lot. We drink a lot. My family is a boozy family, and we're happy about it. We Bougie love it. Boozy or boozy? Boozy. And, you know, the good thing is, is nobody, nobody that I know in our family 
is like uh like an aggressive drunk. That's good. There's people in my friends' groups who are I don't aggressive. Know, I thought you and your drunks. brother were gonna get in a fight that one time. <laughs> my brother and I almost get into a fight every day, even <laughs> if we're sober. My brother and I always almost have a physical altercation because we love each other so much. How old is your brother? Uh twenty seven. He's older 27? than you? Yeah, he's, he's older younger than you. I can't remember his age because I always get fucked up between him and my cousin, and they're like a month off. But Wouldn't they be the same fucking age then? Well, they're like a month off. They're technically the same age, but I can't <laughs> if I ever put my fucking finger on it. I think he's 27. He's 27. Oh, damn. And, uh, or he's 28? Fuck. <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway. 27, 28. Um, yeah, we almost get into a fight all the time. And that's just because we push and shove and, you know, as you remember, I mean, I think both of you guys have heard this tall tale or it's not a tall tale because it's fucking true. <laughs> this true <but> story. <laughs> yeah, it's a true story. When we went to Vancouver for the bachelor party for our good friend, Derek, and uh, we were in an Airbnb that was promised to have a pool and a hot tub and furniture and everything like that. We show up and there's no furniture. There's blood on the floor in a bedroom and uh, the pool is green, and there's no hot tub. And the guy said that all of the furniture was stolen a night prior before we showed up, what? which was like, total yeah, right. bullshit. bullshit. And uh, so we were there. We made the best of it, and we were, of course, drinking, drinking, drinking. I think we drank through 100, and I think we had about 170 beers in the fridge and pantry, and we drank through it all on the first night between everybody. There was like 13 of us. And the second night, the drinking began again at, like, probably, you know, 11 in the morning. And we started playing uh, baseball and beer pong and all that fun stuff. Then my cousin and I are listening to music, and my cousin feels the need to tell me that he's going to put me through a wall. Uh, We push and we shove, and sure enough, he picks me up from my legs and puts my ass directly through this drywall. <laughs> I had to pay $400 extra for this piece of shit house to get, to get this wall fixed. I'm like, dude, this drywall is going to cost you like 30 bucks because all you have to do is just like patch it and that's it. But you know what? Fine. Fucking $400 worth it for a good weekend and being put through a wall and having the story of being put through a wall. Um, <laughs> I remember back in Love high drink. school, we would go to uh, San Francisco with the uh, jazz band, and um, Nerd. fucking what is with this dog? <laughs> You're not He's being creepy. He's being creepy. Okay. Um, not to cut you off, but did you see that uh, five Seattle high school jazz bands will be playing or did play at the Paramount last weekend? <laughs> oh, cool! Wow. <laughs> um. Best day oh, yeah. of those band keeps And we left. tried to fit the entire band in the hotel bathroom to take a selfie. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because it was funny. And then we broke... <laughs> I guess because you were a high school yeah. nerd. <laughs> and, then we, and then we broke the fucking uh, towel rack. You, oh, boy. Yep. Yeah. That was it. Oh, boy. God, dude. Back what was, you know? school. I almost got kicked off of a fish processing plant when I was in Alaska because me and my buddy were drinking and we decided to have a nimbleness contest so it was like horse but parkour so we were like jumping between like cargo containers and trying to oh scale up God. walls and shit and then somebody called the security guard I was like what the fuck are you guys doing that's when i came up with my fake 
getting out of trouble name. So if anybody asks my name who I don't want to tell, I tell them my name's Scott Penny. <laughs> I think Scott some Penny of, is my alias. I think some of the best Scott stories, Penny. or I think like some of the best times I've had drinking are <laughs> definitely when I was living in my apartment. Uh, Claude, you know, the old the folktale, would oh he was always at my apartment. It, this it was is like the one you had uh, in Greenwood without roommate. This is the one that you fell asleep yeah, on. Yeah, when me and Lucas that I had to take night, you yeah. and Lucas home and like fucking throw blankets on you guys because you guys uh, were dying. That was a Steph party, right? That was a Steph party. That was a Steph party. Shout out to Steph. I don't know. If she's Shout out to Steph. We were we were fucking plastered that night. We went to yes, we went to we QFC were. to buy even more to buy like That's two eighteen right. racks and we drank half of it before we even got it back took to the house. Five minutes to go two blocks because we had to stop to pee every thirty feet. Yeah, <laughs> and it took us forever to find like <laughs> the beer in QFC and to buy it and to get out of there because Lucas kept trying to open it up in the store and drink it. <laughs> And so we finally got out and we drank half of it <coughs> on a walk back home. So two 18 racks were almost all the way gone before we even got back to the party, which was two blocks away. And uh, I then I had to go sign the lease for my new apartment with Colin the next day. And I was still wearing that Pijarama t-shirt that I had cut off to make into a belly <laughs> shirt. <laughs> Your I called top? out sick to work. That was, the, that was the day that Matt just showed up all drunk and left. Lucas went into work and he was hammered. And he was like making like pages while hammered because Sean Marie gave me a heart. Oh, no, that wasn't it. That, sorry, that was after a holiday party. But that time, you know, <coughs> I had to go sign my lease and I was still wearing that belly shirt the whole time. <laughs> and like four people just didn't show up. I remember because Stan Blitz was like, I wish Matt just would have called out like everybody else who went to that fucking party did. <laughs> yeah, that was a. <coughs> Man, what a fucking night. Oh, what a night. That was good. And. So yeah, that apartment. So you know what apartment I'm talking about? Been there. I have had countless, countless drunk nights in that place. Mm. And, I mean, that was all. That was all me and Derek did as roommates. Was we got hammered and played Madden like, all the time. I went on like a 17 losing streak, 17 game losing streak against him in Madden, losing by just, just like a cunt hair, like that little. I was losing. Like, by a point, or two points, or a fucking field goal. You know, something like that. Something right, dumb. Right. Just because I'd be drunk and go for it on a four, like, Hail Mary with, like, three minutes left in the game, and I'm only down by, like, three. So I'll go for a Hail Mary on, like, second down, and he'll pick it off and end the game. Anyway, there was one night where me and Claude went out drinking. I think we were in Shoreline. So we, we Ubered up to Shoreline, and we... Staying classy. And I took a bottle of Tito's, a fifth of Tito's to a party. And uh, you look fancy, motherfucker. That's expensive vodka, man. Oh, it's my, it's like the only vodka I can like stomach. Really? Yeah. I I don't like any other vodka besides Tito's. It's, it's fucking good. I am the Tito Bandito. I think we're the Keto Bandito. I'm the Keto Tito Bandito because I drink Tito's like a motherfucker. I love Tito's. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) I love Tito's so much. That the bottle I took to the party for the party, I ended up drinking to myself a whole fifth of Tito's while sitting down on the couch, uh, playing playing guitar with some buddies and singing. And that was, seems familiar. Yeah. <laughs> and I was except with me, it was a bottle of Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Vito took out took or out that bottle on my front Fireball. porch with Lucas trying to freestyle Bismarcky lyrics. Badly. <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah, it that was. was great. That was great. Yeah, that was, that was hilarious. That was hilarious because it was like 
20 minutes long of one song and the hook kept coming in. <laughs> as soon as one of us would run out of rhymes, Joe would come blasting in with the hook. <laughs> and not only is it like two in, two in the morning and we're just like fucking hooting and hollering on your front porch, nobody gave a shit. because yeah, that's a shitty neighborhood. <laughs> nobody gave a shit. Uh, that's we just sat there those houses are just singing that terrible Bismarck. I had a concert uh, in my backyard in high school and the police showed up and then just left because we weren't doing anything wrong. <laughs> it's just a concert. Yeah. If I was to tell you that I never drank in high school, would you believe me? I never drank in high school. Me neither. You guys are fucking nerds. I didn't drink until <laughs> I was tw- like 20. The first time I got drunk when I was 18 or 19 in college, I was drinking Smirnoff off ice and I called my mom. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And you know what she said to me? This is a real story. She was like, don't call me the first time you have sex. Ha 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 yeah, I I, uh, I had a bottle of whiskey <laughs> with a coworker, and I was I was taking it slow because I was like, I don't want to, you know, find out I'm a lightweight the hard way, you know, and then like halfway through the bottle, I'm like, I don't even fucking feel it. It's a dangerous game. I was <laughs> convinced I was gonna die the first time I got drunk. That's that your story, Vito, reminds me of the first time I ever took edibles. Same basic thing. <laughs> yeah, ex- except you know when I finished the bottle, I felt it so. <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't take another 45 that. minutes. Oh, I ate this whole brownie. I got nothing. I'll eat another one. Oh, that was a bad idea. <laughs> I did. I did take a bite from one of my parents' brownies that they use for pain. Pain management. Sure. Yeah, because I just really wanted a brownie and they tasted like actual regular brownies. And we do it right. Yeah, they do. And then I took like. The five steps to my bedroom, <laughs> walked, <coughs> like, f- fell onto my bed, and passed out for 18 hours. Damn. Yeah, that shit will make you sleep. That, I can't it have depends. that shit. It I depends. can't have that it shit depends. because I'll sleep through an entire day. I mean, there's various strains. If you get the um, super sleepy stuff. Sure. My, I know my dad makes them, and I've accidentally had them a couple of times because they're just, like, sweets on the table. Yeah. I'm like, ooh. You know, I go to visit I mean, my I go to visit sure. my dad. I go to visit my dad and I see that there's like fucking like a, a fresh pan of brownies on the table. I'm like, ooh, ooh. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have one of these. So I have myself a brownie, a whole one. And I have zero tolerance when it comes to the devil's lettuce. You know, see, I just that, that, that's the thing. I have zero fucking tolerance. I have a huge tolerance. And my parents I must think you have just a huger weight, tolerance. <laughs> yeah. huger. Because Your I got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> sound like legit hippies, man. But so Christian, I, I think you should start smoking more weed, man. First of all, it's cheaper than beer and whiskey. And it doesn't fuck you up as much. Well it's more economical. I don't like I don't like I don't like weed. I don't like it. I don't like the feeling. <laughs> I don't like the effect. It just doesn't I mean from what I've had from edibles, I hate it. <laughs> I hate the feeling. Well, it just sounds like you're getting the, like, I need to relax and take a nap stuff. No, it's like I need to, like, be put out of my fucking I'll misery with a cattle gun. And so it's like... Cattle like fucking... It's like I had one, and I'm sitting down... No country for old men. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. That's what it feels like when I have an edible. It feels like I need to be put down with that cattle gun that he's wheeling around the whole movie. Um, I remember I had one, and I was playing Halo Reach... And ended up playing... Coming PC soon. I ended up playing Forge. Bitches. For like six and a half hours, and I ended up building nothing. It's just kind of like a 
walls in different areas, and I'm like, this map is going to be fucking sick. And this is going to be the first time I've played Halo in, in, like, seriously, in, like, fucking over a decade. Dude, Halo is fucking amazing. Because I finally get to play it on fucking PC. Master, Master Queef PC Collection. Master Ace, for real. Master Queef Collection, coming to PC. Gross. <laughs> gross, gross, gross. Oh, I guess I have, I have started playing. I have started playing a new game. So... <laughs> All right, come on. Yes, queefs are funny. Ha 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 ha. ha. <laughs> Christian's laughing. Oh He's God. wheezing. These two are dying already. <laughs> Anyways, you you're saying? I forget. Oh yes, <laughs> I Go I ahead, have been playing know. a new game. Do, have either of you ever played Advance Wars on the GBA? Oh you shit! Yeah. This game? Back in when I was oh in Advanced Wars, yeah, hey, I remember that. Yeah, there's yeah. this new game called War game. called War Groove. That's basically Advanced Wars. <laughs> if Advanced Wars had a medieval setting, so all the units are like you know archers or lancers and shit and knights, but it's like literally Advanced Wars. Like it looks like Advanced Wars. It plays like Advanced Wars. You know, your power is determined by your HP. You can capture buildings. It's and it's pretty good. It's like 20 bucks. It's on everything. I've been playing it on Switch. Oh, nice. Check it out. War Groove. War Groove. Sick. <laughs> Sick. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm also still playing Kingdom Hearts, but that's going to be my story for the rest of my life. I think. Dude, yeah. <laughs> this dog loves me now. He does. He's being spooky. He's just well, like nestling up in you, dude. Somebody came home. I think he's bummed out. We crushed that dog's spirit when we put that bark collar on him. We had to, or else he wouldn't shut up. I'm telling you, it sounds cruel, but if you don't do it sometimes, this dog will not stop. Listeners, if you buy more dog t-shirts, we can afford studio space, and then we don't have to And then we don't have to deal with the dog. We don't have to deal with Benjamin. (laughs) Ow, you fucker. You just hit my finger. Uh, Yeah, man, I'm telling you, but anyway... I didn't quite finish that Tito's story I was on. Oh, yeah. And so <laughs> so I slammed that whole bottle of Tito's, correct? And I don't, feel, I don't feel how drunk I am until I stand up to leave. Because I sat down the whole time I was there. I was just I've sitting down on the couch. Yeah. We, uh, my buddy was playing guitar. There was a, har- a fucking harmonica going on in the background. There's some fucking, some like record box, like cajon drums going on. It was a fucking powwow. Cajones. It was a a powwow, dude. And we were singing, you know, some of our favorite Western classic songs. We did Big Iron. We did Streets of Laredo. We did all the good stuff. And we did, um, you know, Mr. Shorty. A lot of fun stuff. A lot of Marty Robbins. A lot of bullshitting. But then... It's time for us to go home. I stand up, and the the fucking whole bottle that I drank hits me all in one time. Boom. I feel like my world, like, shuts down. Next thing I know, I'm in an Uber. Like, I got my head in my shirt, and then I got my, you know, like, my sweatshirt. Cornholio. Like, over my face (laughs) and tied up. I'm just like... I'm ready to barf on myself in this guy's Uber, but this guy's driving like a fucking maniac. So I have to tell this guy to get off of the freeway because I was going to puke in his car. I'm like, do you need to get off the fucking freeway and open this back window because I need fucking fresh air and you're driving like a lunatic. I, you're going to make me puke. 
He was like bobbing and weaving and jerking his car around. And I'm like, dude, you're going to make me fucking puke. I'm like, just relax. We get home. No, you don't want that. <laughs> so then finally, I just, I wake up in bed. And I'm like, all right, nice. It's a good night. Go out to the living room and there's a Domino's delivery pizza bag on my couch. With Claude on the floor. Claude's on the floor. Wrapped in a blanket, and there's a Domino's like a Domino's Pizza Boy delivery bag, you know, like the ones that keep the pizzas like, like hot. The warming bag. Yes, there was, was there one a of those. Pizza? There was no pizza. <laughs> there was nothing. There was just the delivery bag, and it was on the couch. We have like, no idea. Fucking Domino's guy. Where it came from. <laughs> and then there was, there was. Well, now that I don't live in this apartment anymore, we can fucking <laughs> say that it was in there. We took a planter from the lobby. Like one of those, you know, like how they have like stage plants. We took a whole fucking planter and put it in our apartment right <laughs> by the front door because we thought it was going to make it look nice. We were like, how big was it? Huge. Yeah. It was a fucking planter. <laughs> oh and we had God. it just sitting in our apartment for months until we moved out. Then we had to secretly move it back. But the person who owned the apartments has cameras everywhere and was like, you guys were the ones that took our planters. And... I'm not mad because it's not Just broken. Disappointed. I'm not mad because it's not dad. broken. <laughs> but she was like, I'm glad that I know where it is and it's not broken. And I'm glad you guys returned it. And I hope it made your apartment look nice. <laughs> and like it did for like eight months. We also had a for uh, eight months. Yeah, that was in there. So long. Was in they there didn't for, notice it was missing. No, they knew it was missing. They just, she just didn't care about it that much. But <laughs> We also moved in there, and our first night we moved in there, our fridge had uh, two, what are they called, uh, from Burger King, the breakfast sandwich, croissant witch. <laughs> okay. There was two croissant witches in the fridge and six Four loco Golds, and that was our first night in the apartment. Then, yeah. on our last night in the apartment, the two croissant witches were still in there. Oh, oh my, my. So we're having, a, we're having a to-go, like, we're, we're having like a little... Last night drinking party with Madden on the floor because all of our furniture is packed up except for the TV, Xbox. Well, you got to keep the essentials, man. Yeah, and booze. And so everything's packed up, ready to go. And so my roommate goes, hmm. He goes, I'm fucking hungry, man. I'm going to get up. So he goes, he checks the fridge, and he sees, ooh, croissant witch. And it's the same ones that were in there a year. They were in there for a year. Were they, like, rotted at all? Opens it up, and they were perfect. Yeah, that's gross. And he put them in the microwave. Heat him up no, and ate him both. He, oh, is he alive? <laughs> dude, he was And that fucking, was the last time we saw him alive. He was, <laughs> dude, he was gnarly. I've never seen a man, like, really go to the extreme for his proteins, like, grabbing spiders off of our wall and eating them. Because he'd be like, why throw them outside when I can just eat them? It's like, damn, dude, you're hard is that in Claude? the yard. It's not Claude. It's my friend. Like, Derek or whatever. Great friend Derek. Yeah. Okay. He but, just re- reminded me when I was in college. So everybody knows I had a roommate named Joe. Ha, 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 ha. Before we moved in together, we used to hang out like every weekend at his girlfriend's apartment because she had a sweet off-campus apartment. And his roommate was a shithead and I lived on campus. So we'd go over there basically every weekend, get drunk. I'd sleep on the futon. He'd sleep with his girlfriend. And then we'd go home like Sunday morning. So we're usually there for like a day and a half. One of Sheena's roommates, who I will not name, tried to charge me and Joe for utilities because we were spending too much time over there. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was like, 
my cousin Rex and Derek's Tacoma house, the basketball house. I was there almost every weekend that I just had a bedroom in the closet with an inflatable bed, but it had my pillows and my blankets in there. And then somebody slept in there one day when I wasn't in there and threw up all over it. And the blanket is not there anymore. Neither is that, you know, they don't live there anymore. Dude, speaking of having to like, like people trying to make you pay the utilities for people sleeping in your place. I had speaking of that <laughs> I uh I had this guy who I met in high school over Omega uh meet me in real life for the first time and he used to live in Florida. This sounds and like the plot of a lifetime original movie. Dude, what is this? <laughs> and he was super fucking weird and out there and I was just like, okay. You didn't um, I mean you, you didn't him meet him Omegle and it you, wasn't like a weird sex thing? You no. didn't be, so he I mean I hope he wasn't playing with his pecker when you met him. No. You met him on Omegle and you guys yeah. Wow. Yeah. Remember that South Park That's episode? And we bizarre. just like fucking hung out and he like visited Seattle and <laughs> and like he crashed in my place for uh like a week. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Dude. That is fucking That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't fucking believe that. Crazy. That is so funny. Yeah. Do you remember that South Park <laughs> episode where they're trying to make new friends so they go on chat roulette? It's like, oh, that one's a penis. Oh, it's a penis. A penis. <laughs> and then Kyle's like, this is hopeless. And <laughs> Carmen's like, Kyle, if you want to make new friends, you got to wade through a bunch of dicks first, okay? <laughs> God, I can't hilarious. believe those fucking sites existed, <laughs> man. Funny thing was, I, it, I never did the actual like video cam stuff, so I never saw anybody... I mean, I think you if would just it, go for like the chat rooms and shit. Yeah. Did wow. you guys ever? I mean, I know I'm older than you, but were you ever on like AOL or AIM? Yep. Yeah. Did you ever meet anyone? Did you have like online girlfriends? No. No. Oh man, yeah. I did have a crush, like a little boy crush, on this uh, girl I met um, in like a really early Asian MMO. <laughs> I had a girlfriend who I met in, in my like, middle school. <laughs> Who I met in my Neopets clan when I was like fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally forgot about that till just God. now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Shout out to the Deer Feet, my sister's podcast. They had two episodes on online dating. These are my online dating stories. <laughs> Neopets, Go ahead, let's give them a listen. You hear the story of how my sister's a real life fucking catfish. That's oh. your fun preview the of the Deer Feet. Too, it was. It was for me. It was literally just a crush because like I. It's just... I didn't even know this person at all. I just, like, played video games with them and knew that they were a girl, and we, like, always played together. (laughs) Like, that's how my middle school mind worked. (laughs) I'm, like, 85% sure one of my Final Fantasy clan mates had a crush on me because I always played as a female character, and he was starting to get way too friendly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, should I tell him I'm a dude? (laughs) Oh, man. I'm a, speaking of online and, and, and females playing online video games, I was playing uh, Blackout, some buddies, and we were streaming, and their friend joins in, and she's like, oh, yeah, a lot of people can't handle how inappropriate I am. I'm like, well, you better fucking straddle in. I'm like, because like, you have no idea how fucking inappropriate we are. She was like, oh, yeah, I'll give you guys five minutes until you guys mute me. Five minutes later, she muted me. And that was just because I was a fucking animal, dude. Yeah, don't, I, don't question this man. I wasn't, I wasn't aiming anything at her, and I wasn't being like, in a, like inappropriate to her. I was just being inappropriate because it was fucking hilarious. I, you know, I was, you know, I, when I'm online, I call everybody 
I call everybody a cunt. And that's just how it is. She's like, why are you saying this so much? I'm like, because that's what I say. I'm online. I'm not on the chat, so I'm not going to get banned. This is Christian's Weekly. I wish I could be more of an asshole on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, come on. Everybody's an asshole it's on like the internet. You, it's, it's like when you play a video game and you want to play the evil character. <laughs> I am the evil character in a video game. <laughs> I'm the guy that, like... You like, know. you're IRL. You're, like... You're a evil character in a video game, but like in real life, is that what you're saying? I'm never racist, so I'm not racist towards anybody. I'm not that. I'm not a fucking twelve. You <laughs> gotta draw the line somewhere. I'm not a fucking twelve year old in a modern warfare lobby. It's not like that. I'm just inappropriate with the shit that I say and the jokes that I make. Is that so hard to ask? For me to, you know, Xbox banned me for fucking two weeks. Cheap. Yes, we've because been I called. Over this. I called some like fucking like I don't know some goof. The C word, and he reported me, and I was off for two weeks. So after that, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get drunk anymore and send people fucking messages after I destroy them in Call of Duty. I'm just going to verbally do it with my microphone. <laughs> so there's always like this shit talk, but nobody's ever going to do anything. We're never going to meet up. We're never going to fight anything. But it's just like, I just love hearing these guys like talk about how they're going to hack my IP address and then kick my ass. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm here. Uh, I was like, Go ahead and hack my IP address. Oh, I'm going to hack your IP address. You're never going to play online ever again because I'm going to delete your account. I'm like, good luck. Skeet. Dude, I Black Ops 2 was like the the get your, get your IP address hacked like kingdom. That was where every internet asshole was saying that they were going to hack your IP. And what then, a weird like threat. What a weird flex. It's like, like That's just so strange. It's fucking dumb. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Hack my IP address all you fucking want. I don't give a shit because you're not going to do it. Nobody ever does. <laughs> what do they think they can gain from that? Oh, man. They just tell you where you live or yeah. sort of even, not really. Not I really. Guess. They just tell them. Like the general area. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You got me now, oh, bud. Man. Good so luck. It's funny when people who don't understand the internet try and understand the yeah. internet. <laughs> yep. I love it. I love yeah. it. But anyway... <laughs> I just thought that was fucking hilarious because you guys were talking about your online crushes. I don't have an online crush from this person, but I had lots. I had lots of girlfriends. My original AIM screen name was Cool Guy nineteen (laughs) twelve. That was a great year, nineteen twelve. What a great year! There was just they they were they were numbers that 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 was the war of eighteen (laughs) twelve. You know. Oh my god! Oh fuck! America's history education and at work here. The War of hey. eighteen twelve, before the Civil War, which was in nineteen sixty five. Oh my god! All right, for like an hour or five. You know, I was thinking eighteen twelve. I don't know why I heard Anne said nineteen. I think it's the combination of the sleepiness and the whiskey, man. Oh yeah, That's probably what it is. I got some more, by the way. <laughs> There's still some left, and the party's just begun, Tacoma. <laughs> the party has just begun, Tacoma! You guys know what video that is? That's no. probably the greatest video of all time, by the way. Montley Crew live in Tacoma Dome in, um, I can't remember what year it was, but if it's 1885. not... 1885. <laughs> 1869. If it's not in their piece of shit movie coming out on Netflix, Jesus. the movie's going to be more, even more terrible. First off, it's terrible already because Machine Gun Kelly's playing Tommy Lee. It's like one Oof. one douchebag is being replaced by an even bigger douchebag. I just think it's funny. It's funny. But I was that excited movie. about that, like the punk miniseries on Epics, but apparently it's terrible. 
It's terrible. Music, uh, music like, what are they called? Music documentaries. Documentaries. Not documentaries, but like movies about bands and shit. Biopics. Yeah. Biopics. Thank yeah. you. Like band biopics are biopics. usually. <laughs> are usually I liked, fucking uh, terrible. What was it called? I love uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. That one, yeah. I love Bohemian Rhapsody, but I'm trying to think of another one that I liked because very hard. I don't think I have another one that I like. I told you when I was on the cruise, I saw the Queen musical, right? There's a musical? Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. One of the main characters is named uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. And <laughs> it's about this like dystopian future. If you sing that song at karaoke... You're a douche. So what? Da, da, what are like your top five? You're a douche if you sing these at karaoke songs. Because I have two rules of karaoke. Journey. Okay. If you sing any Journey That's song, fair. you're a douche. If you sing Bohemian in, Rhapsody, in general, it doesn't have to be it. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't have to be. Don't stop believing. Oh, it's like it's like, like look. So uh, the lead singer of Journey is just a douche. Like, yeah. Yes. Dropped Steve Perry. I mean, sure. If you sing any anything that involves Steve Perry, you're. I can't stand it. You're a douche. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. The only reason why you're a douche is because of the length. And like, they play I mean, yeah. the whole song. It's like seeing Stairway. It's like, Yeah, it's like... <laughs> if you sing a long song, you're a douche. Paradise by the Dashboard Light, same fucking thing. That song's like eight minutes long. What's Seems another one? Italian I'm trying to think of another one. Because there's so I have two so handheld many. rules of karaoke. Okay, first of all, the like one thing that drives me nuts—we're probably going to be doing this tonight too. Karaoke. The one thing that drives me nuts at karaoke is the person who goes who like wanted to be like a professional singer but wasn't quite good enough, so they're just going to show off. So they pick <laughs> some like croony song from like forty years ago that nobody fucking knows, and yep. they like mostly crush it. But it's like, okay, great, yeah, you you knew this song that no one's ever heard of. Like, the whole point of karaoke is to get the crowd fucking hyphy. I mean, yeah. like, first of all, it's so fucking loud. Like, no one can have a conversation. So, like, at least just do the hits, man. Do the songs that are, people can sing. Two Fuck rules. It. I got two rules for karaoke. Number one, people have to know the fucking song. Number two, you as a singer, you don't necessarily need to know every word unless it's a rap song. But you do need to know the cadence. And you need to know the cadence well. Because the words will show up for you. But if you don't know the fucking cadence, you come off like a fucking fool. Also, don't rap. Just don't do it, all right? Just don't do it. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> if you do a fucking rap song, you're a douche. It's just like, oh my fucking I mean, God. to be fair, I used to do Notorious B.I.G. Juicy. Well, okay. That, I mean, that's, that's... I know that song. I mean, that's that's obviously one that everybody's going to fucking, fucking do that. But if you're doing shit that's like... But I see people up there trying to do fucking Will Smith Wild Wild West and they just like completely botch it. And it's like, this is even worse. Like, Cal- like California Love. Yeah. Anybody who does California Love, you're a fucking douche. Any Eminem song. Any Eminem song, <laughs> you're a douche. Like, just don't rap. Just don't do it. No. Like, <laughs> and you know, uh, one thing is, is you're right, dude. If people don't know the song, you just come off as like, you just look like a, like a, a douche. Yeah. Unless you're Mark. Mark can play off anything he sings up there, because Mark <laughs> is Mark has that personality that is like he he knows how to liven up a crowd that has no idea who he is. It's like he'll walk into a place and he'll liven up that crowd because of because he's a goof. He he goes up there and he sings Prince, you know he sings. Uh, oh God, I can't remember. Um, can't remember what the name of the Prince song is. 
but it's not your stereotypical Prince song. It's not, you know, it's not one that you would expect somebody to sing at karaoke. It's like all different ones. It's not like Purple Rain. But he no, it's not Purple Rain. <laughs> but he crushes it. He kills it. But he's so funny when he does it. But then he'll go up there like three songs later and sing uh, "All American Rejects," "Dirty Little Secret," and he has no idea what the song is. We've got it. I got a video. I think it. Well, I don't know who has the video, but it's on there, and it's just him trying to sing that song because he's never heard it before. Doesn't know about it, and he's trying to sing it up Why, on stage then? because he's a goof. Oh man! And he saw it, was like, "I want to sing this song." So he goes up there and sings it. Will know, at least, yeah, yeah. So we were all singing it, having <laughs> having a fucking hoot and holler, and then my brother went up there and sang "Shine Down." <laughs> fucking shine down. Last time I went, the only oh song God. I sang was uh, he sang Second Chance" from "Shine Down," and the bar like exploded. Jeez. Our our group of friends, like we take that place over sing every song that comes on i know i've been to that bar with you guys it's a little red hen right you're talking about little red hen no No, we don't we don't don't do karaoke at the little red hen we don't karaoke at the little red hen but that's what they're for that's their thing no it's not they have live music like almost every day their karaoke night blows up man dude they've never been to a karaoke karaoke night night. more crowded than that one their karaoke nights on like sunday though is it? It's like Sunday or, or Monday, one of the other ones. <laughs> or Tuesday, it's, it's Tuesday. I think it's a weekday, yeah. It's, it's a weekday. I'm sure it's popular, but we don't go there for karaoke. We go there for the live music on the weekends. We go to the Royal Unicorn for karaoke. Oh, yeah, Chinese restaurant, cheap drinks, check oh, it yeah. out. Badass. Well, you know, I think last time I did karaoke was, I did Green Day. Oh, Basket Case, that was the fucking song. Ah. Basket Case. I can't think of any other song that that would make you a douche besides, you know... Just Bohemian Rhapsody and anything Journey. <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody, Journey. Rap songs. Rap what about, songs and What about and like singing? Living on a Prayer? Bon Jovi. I figured that that one might be one, but I don't think that at the bar that we go to, that song, nobody ever sings it, so we don't ever hear it. So it's like, but I'm sure that if you go, I'm sure if you go somewhere else exactly. and you start hearing it and you go to a karaoke bar that's a little <laughs> bit more popular than a Chinese restaurant... Then yeah, you're probably gonna be like you're a douche if you sing Bon Jovi up on that stage. But no. it, I the tryhard. If you're a tryhard, yes, exactly. you're a douche yeah. because it's not supposed to be good. And if you get mad at somebody because they're terrible at singing a song, you do not understand karaoke. You don't understand karaoke, and you look like a douche. You just have to be loud. <laughs> yeah, you just have to have fun. Yeah, and like at least try to sing your song. Like you know, pick a song that you know. That's like the funniest thing is last weekend my cousin Ramon did. So uh, I can't do any of them because I don't know any of the fucking lyrics. <laughs> you don't need to know the lyrics, like I said, because the lyrics will show up on Those, the screen. They'll show up on oh, screen. Yeah. You, you just, just need to know the, know the cadence. Yeah. Uh, okay. And you need to know like when the hook comes in and how the, like, the beat changes. And cadence shit. and shit, that's, that's the stuff I'm good at. So. It's funny because the song Danger fun. Zone is a song that everybody knows. Danger everybody's Zone. heard. Yeah. So my cousin Ramon requests it to do it last week at the dock. And shouts out to the dock. That place kind of rules. And uh, he goes up there to sing it, and he has never heard the song <laughs> in its entirety. I. He's never heard the song in his entirety, so trying to sing it, he's fucking skipping words, he's missing out, and the only part that he can sing is, is the fucking- highway <laughs> to the... But he's singing it like such a goof. He's like moving around with his microphone, he's just, highway to the danger zone. He's owning the fuck out of it. The guy killed it even though he had no idea what the fuck he was singing and we were dying 
because I look at my brother and I go, he's never heard this song once outside yeah. of the chorus. And we were laughing, we were dying. He was he thought it was hilarious. It was I, great. It was a fucking great I've time. I've only ever heard heard uh Archer say it. But like karaoke karaoke yeah. is a is an American pastime, baby. Just like baseball. It's a Japanese word, <laughs> for sure. It's an, it's an American pastime <laughs> like baseball. And the Japanese are better at both karaoke and baseball. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kinda funny. You ever been to like the Asian style karaoke, like the private booth or whatever? (coughs) I lived in Japan for a year, my friend. Like the video that has literally nothing to do with the song that's playing. You pick like you pick like an Iron Maiden song, and it's got like some girl with her umbrella, like walking around the street and flowers. And I did run to the hills once when I was like ten when I lived in Japan. Did run to the hills, and that was exhausting. That was exhausting. There used to be, I don't know if it's still there, but there used to be like a, a Korean-style karaoke place like that on the Ave where I went with my friends once. It's like you rent <laughs> out like a room. four of you, us. Yeah, it's yeah just you, you rent out a there. room. Yeah. You get like this weird tablet thing. Yep. To show you all the videos. That literally have nothing to do with the song. All right. There's this one Netflix original series that has uh, like an anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, character characters, uh, so so they're all like animals, but they speak and talk. Is it Bojack Horseman? <laughs> no, um, <laughs> but the main character is like a girl who works like in an office, but at night she fucking sings like metal karaoke. Oh, Agresco or whatever. Yeah, Agresco. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking, fucking great. Weirdest thing I've ever heard. Of. <laughs> you should actually watch it though, because it's actually fucking great though. It like looks like hella Japanese. And it's about a cat that sings metal. <laughs> yeah, but weird. it's a, but the part you relate to is it's a person who hates their fucking job, puts up with shit, <laughs> and then fucking sings, sings metal, metal uh, to to deal with it. But they're a cat. I love, yeah. I love drinking and singing like Irish folk songs, and sea shanties, and really because when I was singing the Wild Rover the other episode, you guys looked at me like I was fucking crazy. Sailing that? over the Doggish Bay is probably the one that we sing the most. Sailing over the Doggish Bay. Who oh, wasn't to the trees? <laughs> That's the one that we will go on for hours. Just got to put on the Assassin's Watch Creed. Watch out, Twigger. <laughs> <laughs> the Dude. Assassin's Creed for uh, soundtrack, man, with all those sea shanties. I actually have, and that's a pretty fucking great soundtrack. I, you told me to look it up. I looked it up, put it on, and it's a great fucking soundtrack. It's fun. That's fun. Um, the fucking uh, obviously singing country songs, but the sad, the sad country songs yeah. like like drunk Mexicans singing their you know their corridos. They're like sad Mexican songs where the singer can like holler and then cry in the same fucking sentence. It's pretty incredible. The guitar, yeah. <laughs> It's incredible, man. I yeah. fucking love it. We do that. We sing that. We sing Mexican songs, Irish folk songs, sea shanties, country songs, and like just like stupid power metal, like Dragon Force, dude. Fuck yeah. Getting the Dragon Force out there and just singing that, like the fucking five choruses that Through the Fire and Flames Through has. Through the Fire and the Flames. That's like the only song that I know that has like six different, or like it's literally like six different choruses. Yeah. And. It's funny because when you're drunk, you know all of them. But when you're sober, I don't know. It. Yeah, fuck no. Yeah. Oh god, I fucking love alcohol, right. man. We yeah. should we should start to wrap. I'm getting tired. Getting tired. Hour and twenty fucking, minutes. Come on, man. It's fucking six o'clock. It's an hour and twenty minutes in. 
six o'clock. Uh, not on the dot, but almost. And uh, we haven't talked about music. On the thought, That's we've true. talked about karaoke. Did you have band of the week or whatever you called it last week? My band of the week is actually Gibbs Band from work. So Metal Spoon Gibb has got a hard rocking band, and I've is got that, both is that of their. He electrocuted himself with the metal spoon. I thought yes. that was the band name was Metal Spoon for a second. <laughs> no. Metal Spoon Gib, like sticking a metal spoon into an outlet Gib. <laughs> Love the guy. Idiot. The guy fucking rules, man. Yeah. He's awesome. And his band, they they rock, dude. They've got some heavy riffs, and they've got funny fucking lyrics. Still got to send me that shit. Their first album. You played it for us, didn't you? No. Played something for us. I played it for you. Because <coughs> we got me. into the car. We but got in the car to go pick up Vito. Oh, that's right. That's right. But, and, then, and then he texted, you all can't make it. I've got I've got both of his CDs, and it's kind of funny because the album that they came out in 2006 is mixed and mastered and sounds better than the one that came out in 2018. I think he had like an apprentice guy who mixed and mastered for him on the newest album. Sounds It still sounds good, and they have like a professional sound, which is what I really like. And they've got hard rock and riffs. And it's Gibbs singing, Gibbs on vocals. And when you know who Gibb is, it's it's even better that he's on vocals because the shit that he says is hilarious. The first album is like full of nothing but like hilarious lyrics. He's got a song on there about how frat dudes like fuck each other. And and like th- that song alone had me hooting and hollering, laughing my ass off. He's got a song called Hobgoblin. It's like the, the or no, not Hobgoblin. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Or wait, whoa. Is that what it's called? I can't fucking... Like the Spider-Man villain? The no, it, it's Hobgoblin. It is Hobgoblin. <laughs> and that song fucking rocks, dude. Is it about the Spider-Man villain? No, it's about like some kind of goblin that... I think there's a lyric in there that says he'll... Eat, eat up your wife and shit out your child. That shit had me laughing. It, it rocks. It rocks. Uh, uh, I, gotta give the, I gotta give his band a shout out. What are they called? Uh, Scorpic, uh, Scorpix Knox. It's a Don't hard, look at me. Name, hard name to pronounce because I can't pronounce it. And he's never told me what it was. So I'm sorry if I'm butchering it. Uh, Is he a big fan? <laughs> what, of the show? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. He wants to join. He wants to join, but I don't think he listens because I don't think he knows what podcasts are. But <laughs> he can join anytime and he can talk about his band. But I got to give him a special shout out. They fucking aw- they're awesome. They rule. And, of course, still listening to country music as always. It's just, you know, the deal. And a, and a lot of Demu Borgir as of late, too. I've been listening to a lot of them while I run. Shit kills. Do you like Demu Borgir, Vito? They're a little bit corny. They're corny. I don't know. I feel like I listened to them once, and I was like, you know, I don't really like black metal. You don't like black metal? It's, it's like, just not... So the part, the part of songs in general that I tend to like a lot are more melodic stuff and um symphonic stuff because i i tend to get really hooked by the um uh like honestly stuff that sounds a lot more like classical music because when there's a lot of complex things going on that's when i really get hooked um and then you know i get hooked by some of the classic stuff too but uh and and just harder stuff sometimes too but the thing that really hooks me is the uh um, stuff that's like sy- symphonic metal and stuff. Mm. Uh, like a power like metal. A, like, uh, 
fucking who who does the uh, ghost love score? Is it Nightwish? I've never uh, heard it. Nightwish is a fucking amazing band, female singer, and they do they mix like opera with metal basically. Damn. And it's amazing. Do you like death metal? Uh, yeah. So like Cannibal Corpse and... Well, so I like certain kinds of... I've, I'm very specific... I'm very pacific. This is a song about bleeding out of your cock. <laughs> I'm very... <laughs> <laughs> I'm very specific about my death metal tastes. Mm. They're um, great to see live. You have to see them live. I've There's... seen them live. Okay, good. Are they still touring? Of course. Didn't their lead singer go to jail or whatever? No, they're guitarist, guitarist, but he's he's out. Or no, uh, no, no. Uh, he's out of the band. Oh. He's out of the band. <laughs> I, uh, they were, tour- they were touring with somebody else. They were touring with a different guitarist. I took a, a picture with the lead singer and a couple of my friends in high school. Dude, George is a funny looking. He's a funny looking dude. He's a big World of Warcraft player too. He's yeah, got I a horde tattoo. Yeah. He's got a horde tattoo on his arm. Yeah. And he says that if you're if you're with the Alliance, you're you're a Coldplay fan. That's their big thing is calling people Coldplay fans. That's funny. It's like, oh, if you aren't moving in the back, if you're those fuckers who aren't moving in the back, you guys are a bunch of Coldplay fans. And, yeah. and you know. That, it, so much it, hatred for Chris Martin, man. Dude, fuck Coldplay. <laughs> that man <laughs> fucking blows. Um, and, but seeing them live is a, is a real pleasure, man. Those guys. Nightwish is also great live. See, like, I love rap music. But rap music concerts will never, ever be better than metal a twenty-five dollar a twenty-five dollar yeah. ticket to go see a band like Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, People are metal p- spending money. Are numero uno for yeah. the uh, experience of being in the audience. Like I, you know, people do this, and this is their, you know, this is their personal thing. Something that I can't do is spend more than, uh, you know, I can't spend over. I won't ever spend over probably $30 to see a rapper to in my honest opinion. And it's not that I have anything against them. I'll buy their I'll buy their albums, you know, all that stuff. I'll support them, but I'm not going to spend more than $30 to go see a rap artist. Just can't do it. Um but I will spend I will spend more than $30 to go see a fucking great lineup of death metal bands. Or black I metal heard bands. Trivium is really good on uh, uh, on, Tri- on on live. In live, as well. yeah. Trivium's good live. I've seen them a few times. Yeah, Trivium's good. A lot, of, dude. A lot of metal bands are so good live. Yeah. Uh, I saw Dragon Force live. Seen Iron Maiden yet? Live? I've seen Iron Maiden okay, live. Yeah. They fucking they rock. Fucking rock dude. I'm gonna go see them in September too. Yeah. Dude, fuck yeah. I, I should buy tickets. Uh, so I'm not sure how it like like where where do you buy your tickets to, like what section or whatever what do you mean it's gonna be at In the uh, tacoma dome did you did you do the like general admission or uh well there's there's no not really general admission it's all there seating is. really yeah there's both general admission well i guess it's just gonna be higher up on the on the seats yeah the general admission is how you get on the floor oh oh well those are gonna be too expensive yeah, I'm not getting yeah, floor tickets. Yeah, they're a little bit more expensive, yeah. But all of it's like 100 bucks or more. Yeah, it's going to be expensive. Jesus, really? Yeah. yeah. But if there's a band to spend $100 on to go see, it's Iron Maiden. Because yeah. they will play for about two and a half hours. Yeah. And they'll... And it'll be they'll, a fucking show the whole time. They'll, it'll be a fucking... A whole pyrotechnic. So part of me, oh, my God. Part of me doesn't want to go because I went last time. Mm. But the other part of me is like, 
Maybe if we can, like, make sure we're in the same section and shit. That would be fucking sweet. I'd love fun. to do that. But um, I know that Dark Funeral is coming. Dark Funeral and Bell Figure are coming, and I definitely want to go see that. I know you're not big on black metal, but black metal shows are oh, well, fucking so black. For me, shows are completely different from, like, what I listen to. Like, mm. I'll go to... We'll a, have to go to a show sometime. I'll go to more variety of shows than I will listen to because... The show experience is getting drunk and... And having fun. Bouncing around. That's it, yeah. So, like, it's like it's like how at the club, you, you listen to club music, right? Yeah. At a, sh- at a metal show... At the club? You go to the clubs a lot? No. Because <laughs> I, I don't... I, I go to metal shows instead. But, <laughs> um, uh, like, the metal metal shows, like... The music doesn't have to be stuff that I would, like, listen to in my spare time if they have, like, a good enough performance and the crowd is good. Yeah. The thing I love about a band like Cannibal Corpse is they will play at venues like El Corazon. Yeah. Or, you know, back when it existed, Studio 7, which is Yeah, they were playing on the this... Uh, or Showbox. When I saw them, they were playing on a boat. Uh, it was a boat. It was a boat. It was a. It was one of those landed like historical seven boats. tons of metal or whatever, right? No, that's the cruise. That's oh. the cruise one. I no, know what you're talking about. One. Yeah, this, but this I, one was like the the Queen yeah, Mary or some this. shit that was this. like. It, it was it was like a historical boat that was on land. Damn. Uh, in Long Beach, I think. Oh, the, the Queen Mary then. The one that yeah, the one that was like one of those like big it beach concerts like for like the surf the surf opened or whatever because Claude talks about that the. I don't, I don't know anybody California else show. that was at that concert except mm. for my friend's band and <laughs> Cannibal Corpse. Because <laughs> I said it was in Long Beach. I got a funny story yeah. about Long Beach. I got to tell you sometime. Oh, fucking yeah. Long Beach. We can't. We're already an hour and a half in. We got to start wrapping. <laughs> it's a special, man. We're having fun. It's a holiday. <laughs> a long ass episode. Shit. I got things to do. <laughs> it's a holiday. We're hanging out. Holidays. I got drinking to do tonight. Yeah. It's my cousin Ramon's birthday tonight. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin Day. What? Oh, it's three sixteen. Three sixteen. Oh my God! Happy Stone Cold Steve Austin Day. Happy birthday, Ramon! Everybody, give him a happy birthday. <laughs> give him a happy birthday. He's a frequent listener, folks. Really? He is. He loves us. He listens to us when he runs. Uh, we got five stars in the iTunes store. Did you know that? Really? I got, I got some really? people to rate us recently, and we actually have enough ratings to be rated. Hell five yeah! Stars. Let's get some Hell bots. Yeah. Spy some bot ratings. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> 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 Welcome back to the Beefy idea, Boys man. Overnight. We've gotten uh, 750 <laughs> likes on Facebook just because of our last episode. Uh, happy Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah, I, Day. I know that on average we average between 15 and 25 downloads. This episode had 700. Don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> Our latest episode had about had over 1500, you know, cuz we're getting real we're getting really big in like, you know, in like France, <laughs> in Estonia, <laughs> or fucking Latvia. <laughs> Oh, oh man. South Africa. <laughs> All right. This has been a real hoot. We've had it. We've had a blast. It's been fun. Uh, my finger's starting to hurt, so I think I have to start drinking soon. Um, <laughs> Smoke some of that pain management that like Vito's parents grow or whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, God. Is it time for the plugs? Are we plugging it up? Let's plug it up. Let's plug it up. Just ate too much cheese. You're all plugged up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our website is beefyboys.com. Oh. You can find us on iTunes or YouTube. This is the Beefy Boys merch store, cafepress.com slash Beefy Boys merch one. Hashtag buy your dog a t-shirt. 
I want to have like an army of beefy boys dogs. That would be pretty cool. That would uh, be that would, that would be fucking awesome. Twitter is at beefy underscore boys. Instagram at beefy boys bud club and facebook.com slash beefy boys. Reach out. Let us know if you want to be on the show. Also got to give a shout out, like I just said earlier, to my sister, to our sister podcast slash my sister's podcast, The Deer Feet. Listen in. They talk about catfishing. And my mom's going to be on the next episode. So <laughs> that should be an adventure for That's sure. And then eventually she's going to join us in our fucking yeah, we're going to have a hella, hella crossover in the summer of 2020 at some point. Maybe sooner. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, get, get another microphone and have Deer Feet do a professional podcast. <laughs> yeah, dude, they're going to have my mom on and they're going to share the two plug and play mics they have. Well, you guys are ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> plug and play? You know, we get a fifth yeah, they mic have like and USB two of them mics. Show up. They, don't, they don't even use the XLRs. That's why it sounds like shit. Wow. That's why it sounds like shit. You yeah. Listen. <laughs> $100, you guys. That's what I told them. Well, plus 80 for the mixer. And well, the three, $300 and you guys can get yourself Started. solid equipment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. But it's fun to listen to their show. So a big shout out to them. Actually, there's only two of them, so it would be $200. Well, again, the mics was like one thirty, and the mixer was like eighty bucks, oh, so and the cables in the stands. Follow like, us on uh, follow yeah. us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that fun shit. You the know I'm strudel. on Twitter. You know I'm on Twitter, always acting the fool and tweeting about every day, man. Every day, who's tweeting at me? Oh yeah, that must be the Beefy Boys account. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, I'm a real, a real freak on the Twitter grams. That's it for uh, us. But with it, with anything, with all that being said, happy St. Patrick's Day and happy Stone Cold Steve Austin Day. Happy birthday, Ramon. Everybody, you guys have a great night. The Beefy Boys are out.